The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and it's Friday, so that means it is once again time for our hour-long chat fest about anything and everything soap. So, Sit back, get comfortable, because this will probably be one of the most interesting shows that we have had so far. As I've mentioned, this show is live, and what goes on behind the scenes, let me just tell you, it's probably as exciting as anything you're going to see on the soaps. We have a slight schedule change. I am uh, waiting, in a little bit we'll have Jacob Young call in, but since I told you anything can happen... This week, we have two guests. Coming up first, you may know him as Scott Chandler. He'll be celebrating his one-year anniversary in uh, about a couple of months. Please welcome Adam Mayfield. You did your homework. Good to talk to you, Dan. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show. Now, you know... Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Now, you know, you've only been with All My Children for a year, but it seems like there's... Uh, well, not even a year, it's about 10 months, is a whole lot to talk about. So we're going to, sort of like you had to do on the show, where you sort of were dropped in and, and all craziness ensued, that's what Tell happens on this it. show. That, that's, that's just what happens. So let's start off. One of the things uh, folks may not know, I, I did have a chance to talk with you earlier uh, in, the, in the conversation here, but I also talked with you on the red carpet at the Daytime Emmys, and I was actually kind of amused by how you found out about landing the role uh, of Scott. So yeah. let's rewind it a little bit and let's talk about that. Uh, sure. I was uh, I tested in New York and I came back. Oh, God. I guess it was on a... Uh, I mean, they flew me right out afterwards. They tested me on a Friday and I was on a plane by that afternoon back to Los Angeles. And, uh, you know... I just had a good feeling about it, and I had a feeling I was going to be in New York in a relatively short period of time, and uh, my girlfriend at the time and I, we loved to go camping. I said, you know, this may be our last shot of uh, of uh, backpacking in the mountains for a while, so let's say we just uh, head for the hills for the weekend, and, uh, you know, there's no cell reception up there, and we came back down on a Monday because I didn't have anything going on that day, and uh, once we got back into the city, there were... God only knows how many messages on my cell phone. <laughs> and they were all the same thing from agents and managers going, call me right away, call me right away. And there was this very stern tone in their voice. So immediately I felt like I was in the principal's office and I did something wrong. I thought, oh, hell, what what happened now? And I can't remember who I called first, but uh, they immediately said, hang on. 
thought, oh, God, what happened? And what they were doing was they were getting everybody on a conference call, the other agents and the managers, to tell me that I booked the role. And, uh, you know, I was thrilled. I had to pull over, and, you know, I was laughing. It was very emotional. <laughs> My girlfriend was psyched. But, uh, yeah, they, they had been trying me, apparently, for hours on the phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the age-old thing. You could have been at home sitting watching the telephone, and no one ever would have called. The moment you go away. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, and, and had that been the case, I might have not landed the role, let's face it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, I, and I've been waiting around by the phone all Monday morning. Uh, things may have been different. <laughs> Now, almost immediately, they, the writers of All My Children set up this sort of uh, love-hate kind of relationship with J.R., who, of course, will be played by, uh, or will be a guest later on, Jacob Young. And very, very talented uh, uh, Jacob Young, absolutely. Well, it's, it's good that you, know, you, uh, you have this good working relationship, because I understand he is on the line, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, something that the two of you were working on outside of All My Children. So let's let's welcome Jacob to the conversation. Jacob, are you, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. We are live. It's been a, a bit of a crazy day. <laughs> so we have uh, Adam on the other line as well. Hey, buddy. Hey, well, 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 a.k.a. Grizzly Adams, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, who was at the moment fighting traffic in the parking lot, otherwise known as uh, the 101 freeway. I, well, I mean, I, I guess you had a totally different commute, both of you, uh, when AMC was back in New York. Yeah, well, we yeah. Did. he drove to work. I walked six blocks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I lived in New Jersey, so I drove in and... Uh, uh, Fought traffic the entire way. I've got to excuse this. We're getting there's a, you might get a little interruption. I'm on set right now, so um, there's some announcements being made once in a while. Okay, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll hang it. Now, the thing that's interesting uh, is certainly that the relationship between Scott and Jr. has changed over the years. Of course, there've been different actors and and whatnot in the role, but. You know, now both are fully grown and, and headstrong, and there's a lot of uh, friction that's been set up by the show between these two. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, you know, I, I mean, you, you got to have the yin and the yang in a storyline. You know, in, in my opinion, you know, um, and you know, Scott can can be his grounding, but you know, can also be an enemy at any time. You know, so. Um, Jr. tends to feel threatened uh, by anybody who comes into the family, um, you know. And Scott's been away for a while, so he felt like, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, I, there's no room for anybody else to be coming in. But if he's going to come in, you know, it's, you know, it's inevitable. So, you know, the, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hate each other and we're gonna like each other. <laughs> yeah, and it seemed to strengthen our relationship. You know, right now we uh, we're 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 in good standing with each other. Uh, particularly uh, with, with what's going on in the storyline right now. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we fought like cats and dogs for the first few months of our relationship on the show. But, uh, you know, it's like, it's like any two good friends. You know, once, once they get it out of their system, they're buying each other beers afterwards. <laughs> now, in the show, uh, at least what's going on currently, of course, you guys are taping ahead, 
one of the uh, requirements placed upon you by Adam was that you had to work together. Now, apparently yeah. you've, you've taken this literally, and in the real world, you're actually working together on something that uh, I think will be interesting to, to all soap fans. You are putting together, uh, Jacob is producing or co-producing, uh, a series of readings of Agatha Christie uh, stage plays out in Los Angeles. Right. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm a big... In addition to being a soap fan, I love mysteries. I think I've seen uh, every episode of, of Murder, She Wrote. Not that, not that that's quite <laughs> Agatha Christie, but, you know, uh, a everyone loves show, a good though. mystery. It's a fantastic show. Well, so we're actually going to be doing Murder, She Wrote next. So, uh, oh, good. <laughs> Maybe I'll, uh, I'll try to uh, audition for uh, the role of a corpse or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are, these are guaranteed to be a good time, a real fun time. That's you know, any murder mysteries, and of course, it's the great Agatha Christie, uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and of course, you know, working with uh, so many talented actors, a, including Adam, uh, Vincent Irizarry, uh, Robert Newman, uh, Stephanie Powers, uh, it, it's uh, going to be a great cast, uh, and guaranteed to have some twists and turns, and, uh, you know, uh, maybe some fan interaction, you know, while the readings are going on. Well, you know, the, let's, let's talk about them. The first one uh, is called The Unexpected Guest, and I was reading the synopsis, and it sounded sort of like a, a soap opera to me. Uh, you know, someone's car breaks down, they, they walk into someone's house because, of course, no one ever locks their door, and uh, they end up seeing something that they shouldn't have, and, you know, uh, it sets off a whole bunch of craziness. Yeah. Well, that's why this is such a perfect fit, you know, um, uh you know, Agatha Christie works in somehow parallel uh, the chaos of soaps. Uh, the stories are are, are similar, and uh, you know uh, this first one. Uh, yeah, somebody sees something that they shouldn't see, and you know it's a who done it. You know, all the way through it. Absolutely, I agree. It it, it is very conducive to uh, you know to what we do every day. The, the, the there there are so many parallels to. Uh, to to these plays with with the uh, with the plot outlines of uh, of soap opera for sure. What about uh, the the mysteries and and soaps? Do you think just uh, manages to rope so many people in? What is what is it about them? I mean, they seem really similar in a lot of, of regards. Well, you know, it's just really good. It's good storytelling, number one. You know, I mean, soaps have had their ups and downs, of course, you know, and they do because we're just putting out such a, a demanding amount of work every single day. Um, but uh, the fact that they they just they so many good cliffhangers, uh, um, I, I believe that that's why soaps pull people in. It's you know, and also the fact that they can like leave it for three days, come back, and the story hasn't been told yet, so you know, they can catch right back up. Uh, and I, I, you know, I truly believe that's why people love love soaps. Absolutely, I, there's there's so much entertainment value in that sense of not knowing what's going to happen next. Well, I'm looking ahead. There's also uh, the second reading is called Spider's Web. Now, I'm not familiar with this one, but I'm a little concerned, Adam, because you're playing the butler. And right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I. Uh, I I haven't even been on stage yet. I'm already getting typecast. You know, again, I'm not trying to, to give anything away since I don't know, but 
that just, uh, gosh, that doesn't seem to bode well. But, you know, and... and <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> uh, that's, well, uh, I'm looking forward to it, particularly with... Um, Particularly with uh, the uh, the spider's web, he's he's a very interesting character. This guy, you know, he's he's nasty. Uh, but you know, the the one one of the things I love the most is uh, is is his annoying wife that the audience actually never meets, but apparently uh, she has gas issues as well. And you get all these little nuances of her character just from my response. Of, of of what's happening with her off stage. Hmm. Okay. Well, we are coming up here on our first break, so we'll talk a little bit more about this when we get back. But here's a little teaser to get people to come back after the break. Uh, in addition to his appearances on daytime, Jacob lit up the stage in 2006 as part of the Broadway production of what musical? Get the answer when we come back with more of Soap Central Live. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. On the line with me, we have two stars of All My Children. We have Jacob Young and Adam Mayfield. And as I mentioned, this is live. Uh, Jacob is on the set of All My Children, getting ready to get to work at at any time here. But he was uh, gracious enough to give a call in. We were just talking about the Agatha Christie readings. But before the break, we had a trivia question, and I'll let... Jacob give you the answer, but the question was, in addition to his appearances on daytime, Jacob lit up, that was the clue, the stage in 2006 as part of the Broadway production of what musical? That and was the, Beauty and the Beast. I played uh, Lumiere. Which, of course, was a candlestick, candle opera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, lit up. candle opera. I, <laughs> I, was, I was trying, uh, hoping that, uh, that people would get that. Now, you know, one of the we, we've had people submitting questions all week when they found out that you were going to be uh, a guest on the show. Yeah. And one of the, the biggest questions, of course, has to do with the relocation. Now, I'm sure today you are very thankful that all my children is not here on the east. We are, at least in Philadelphia, we're expecting about two feet of snow. Yeah, I saw that on the, on the Weather Channel. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. That's great. Uh, so we went to the grocery <laughs> store. But, you know, for you... Uh, you started off, of course, being on the Bold and Beautiful and General Hospital, and then relocated to New York for all my children, and now you're, you know, zipping right across, and now you're back in L.A. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Um, you know, the, the, uh, you know the, the transition was, uh, you know, just for the entire show to move was, was, was logistically just... Uh, it was going to be difficult. It was no easy way to do it, but it just had to happen. And, uh, um, but, you know, I'm more thankful that all my children is, uh, on the air and that, that it still has a home and it still has loyal fans and viewers that are dedicated to watching the show and the stories and watching these characters grow and, and, you know, fall in and out of passion on a daily basis. And then uh, I think everybody from my co-stars and, and the production right on down to the crew uh, feels the same way. Now, when I moved uh, from an apartment to a house, I moved about a mile and a half, and I am missing some dinner plates that I haven't seen in four years. This show has moved 3,000 miles, and uh, it doesn't look like anything is missing. Um, did everything make it safely in one piece, the best that you can tell? <laughs> well, pretty much. I mean, there has been some uh, some sets that have sort of mutated slightly, yes, changed, but but are very crisp and, and beautiful, vibrant. Of course, now we're shooting in HD, 
um, which just gives it, you know, an overall that much better of a feel. We have a uh, brand new uh, board that they're recording everything on. Uh, you know, we have we have a smaller crew now, but it's it's equally as efficient as the crew that we had before. And uh, you know, I, I just it all just you know it, it it was sort of like a steam locomotive starting off. You know, once the, once the first day finally arrived, and now you know you know we're 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 at full steam now. We're we're, we're charging right through the days. In terms of uh, of change of production schedule, uh, has anything else changed in terms of you know what you were used to pacing wise in New York to you know bigger sets, uh, high definition? Uh, has anything else noticeably changed? Well, you know, I mean, you know, the crew. There's a, we have a new crew, right? Um, and you know, they're uh, you know they're sort of skeleton crews from uh, prime time, from other daytime shows, um, and you know, everybody's just sort of trying to nail down their job and and what what they need to you know what they need to do. So there has been a little stop and go. It hasn't quite been as smooth as um, you know as it was on the East Coast, but you know. Right. They really are doing a great job, and uh, you know, you know, it's to be expected. I mean, it's the first month. I mean, right. how do you feel, Adam? No, absolutely. Uh, uh, everybody has been nothing but friendly and supportive, and everybody is just busting their tail to make this happen. One of the things that I've noticed in the short period of time that I've been there is that uh, the uh, and 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 this is part of the new model, from what I understand. The days are considerably longer. Of course, you know, right now that uh, a lot of that is uh, is just is because they're still working out a lot of the kinks. But uh, regardless of that, the days are still longer. But the upside to that is that we get more days off, whereas before, you know, we were working five-day weeks. Uh, a lot of times now we work uh, four-day weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, and I'm sorry? That, that's, that's definitely a plus. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it is a plus. It really depends on who you talk to. I think some people would rather have shorter days working uh, five days a week but uh, you know and I can only speak for myself but I, I, I am thrilled to have that extra day off every week and uh, have no problem working an extra four hours a day for sure yeah I'm on that same boat with Adam uh, you know this way you know because we work every day uh, generally you know Monday through Friday uh, it made it difficult to plan things to go out of town. You know, uh, you never know when you're working exactly in the schedule from week to week. And right. um, and now we have a real schedule where it's a year out, and we know what days, not personally that we're working, but what days the, the you know the show will be shooting. Yeah. Um, which which you know gives us a lot more leverage to see family, um, and just you know personal time. Yeah. Especially uh, when, you know, we, we, we kind of live by the seat of our pants because even though we, we know a good week or two in advance the days that we're working, we don't know what time they're going to need us until <laughs> maybe 10 hours before or 12 hours before the day prior. Mm. So we kind of have this touch-and-go lifestyle from day to day, so it's really nice to know which days throughout the year that we will be guaranteed off. Yeah. No, it's 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 you know it's it's a more cost-effective schedule, and you know, but it's not it's not putting any restraints on the quality of the show, and uh, and and you'll see that more. I mean, it, we're already starting to get some of the, uh, the you know some of the the shows that are broadcasting right now are from the West Coast. Now we're caught up right. to that place. So so what you're seeing now is uh, you know is is some of the end result. So. Absolutely. Every every set got a facelift, and they look phenomenal. 
they they definitely do. I know uh, you know it, it was exciting uh, to be home and, and, and watching for that first HD broadcast. Suddenly, uh, you know the, the the picture was on the whole screen and, and everything was clear. And, and I think uh, you know the reaction, even from folks who say they don't have HD, uh, they notice uh, a dramatic change. So they're sure. they're being drawn in at least visually, and, and mm-hmm. certainly there are now some stories that are, are really starting to gear up here. And, and get them back in. We have Scott and his uh, interesting relationship with Annie. We have... <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing I could think... I will just call it interesting. And we no, have... That's, that's one way of putting it, absolutely. And we have JR, who has, a, at least as of right now, has a whole lot going on. Uh, you know, not everybody knows that he's sick. Um, there's a whole bunch of... Just a whole bunch of, of stuff. And, you know, one of the things that from a viewer that's been interesting to watch is the, the dynamic that both of you have with David Canary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's kind of hard not to have a dynamic with David because he's just <laughs> such a, he's just such a force, uh, you know, as far as an actor, he's, uh, you know, not only just the adamant professional every single day, but just, you know, such a talent. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's easy to, you know, act <laughs> when you're working with such perfection as David. Absolutely. He is such a dynamic force. And uh, the uh, the difference between, uh, at least from my perspective, uh, JR's relationship with uh, with Adam Chandler and my own relationship with Adam Chandler has is, is, is always been fascinating to me. Well, you know, the, you two, your characters at least have something in common that I don't know if they've explored or, or will, of course, Scott lost his father, but J.R. lost his mom. Yes. And that's yeah. uh, certainly a, a hole for both of the characters. Absolutely. And, and there have been uh, scenes in the past uh, between the two of us where we have kind of acknowledged that we do have that in common. They don't, they don't write it very often, but every once in a while uh, uh, we, we do acknowledge that we kind of share that common thread. Yeah, I mean... I mean they definitely, I mean, they definitely have uh, a lot in common, you know, not even just that. I mean, just in general, it's, uh, you know, they're both um, adamant about um, wanting to uh, be, you know, pretty, pretty much the best person that they can be, um, and especially as far as, you know, Chandler Enterprises is concerned. You know, they both want what's best for the company as well. Um, and that's the one thing that, you know, is going to be that binding thread, uh, between Scott and Jr. Of course, uh, as you mentioned earlier, because uh, the only way that we can hold on to it <laughs> is if we work together. Right, right. That's uh, it, it, I guess it's that is what some fans like to watch. Where there's that, certainly when it's a, a male and female character, they know that if they hate each other, they're eventually going to get married. But it's, it's <laughs> unusual to have to see two male characters have to work together when they hate each other. Normally they'll just duke it out somewhere and, and, and go about their, their own ways. Right. Yeah, well, well, the marriage date hasn't been announced yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you never know. Anything can happen in this medium. <laughs> because after all, when you, when you think about it, we're not, technically we're not really related. So they can always play that card. I guess that's true. Now, I, I guess uh, I'm understanding, Jacob, you need to get back to work here in a couple of moments. So I'm going to thank you for, for calling on here, but we're going to quick go to a break, 
and we'll be back with more on Soap Central Live. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage. Let's look for leaky windows, said the first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a swing set, said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreadylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors cried the second. I hope it has the bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadilocks liked playing cool games at energyhog.org. And from energyhog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three energy hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is, to use energy wisely, log on to energyhog.org or waste not, hog not. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the second half of Soap Central Live. I have my guests, Adam Mayfield and Jacob Young, and they are going to be involved in 
some mystery, Agatha Christie mystery readings. We talked a little bit about that earlier in the hour. Now, you know, I, I, there's a couple messages on the message boards from fans who want to know exactly what can they expect from this when they show up. Well, I mean, they can, they can expect to have a, a, a great time and see um, top actors, you know, doing amazing work live in front of them. But they can also expect, um, because they, there's a way to purchase VIP tickets, uh, they can get a, a personal meet and greet and uh, autograph and backstage and, uh, and uh, you know, be able to say hello to their favorite stars as well. Now, if they'd like to find out any more information, of course, you know, you can always go to the website, which is uh, soapfanmysterytheater.com. And just for them, the theater is R-E at the end, so they get to the right spot. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of people, uh, yeah, that's always a tomato-tomato for so many people. Well, it wasn't tomatoes or tomatoes if you spell it wrong. So Yeah, right. Make sure you get it right. And, uh, and, and you, you can find out about the VIP tickets uh, and, and the ticket prices. Very reasonable for such a, a great time, uh, of course, at the famous Writers Guild building in Beverly Hills. Um, so, you know, get yourself a little dinner, come by, catch some theater, lunch. We're going to be there on Sunday as well um, doing two shows and, uh, I think two shows on Saturday and then one on Sunday. So, and there actually is a, a special offer for readers of SoapCentral.com and, of course, the listeners here of Soap Central Live. There is a discount, a special discount, if you use this code, T.M. Christie, like Agatha Christie. So it's T-M-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. You'll get a special discount and you know the the names of people involved are pretty much amazing you have stephanie powers vincent irizari adam mayfield jacob young constance towers robert newman so it's certainly for fans of guiding light who miss their show there's a great chance to sort of stay connected uh, uh ricky paul golden juliet mills uh maxwell, maxwell Caulfield. Caulfield. yeah Caulfield. you know People from, from pretty much any soaps and, uh, and a lot of AMC presence, of course. Oh. <laughs> for with yeah. As we mentioned, this is live. I told you, I promised listeners that this would be exciting. You never know what to expect. And, uh... <laughs> and that, w- that, was, that was something <laughs> to not expect. Uh, so. But no, they, were just calling, they were calling Eric to the set, actually. They were calling Susan Lucci to set. Oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> but but listen, I bet that that's my cue to, to uh go Absolutely. get touched up for makeup and uh get myself going. But uh um but you know, thank you so much for the time and uh you know, uh look forward to seeing some fans there. Say hello and uh come see us do our thing live. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jacob, for calling in. Yeah, my my pleasure, Dan. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll okay. talk to you soon, buddy. All right, Adam. Bye bye. Bye bye. Now, just because Jacob has to go back to work, that does not mean, soap fans, that Adam is being let off the hook. And it, believe it or not, I've been in my car this whole time, still stuck in traffic, trying to make my way home. So, how far have you traveled in the past thirty-seven minutes? Uh, I would say in the past thirty-seven minutes, I have probably traveled a total of six miles. Oh well, that's not as bad. I thought, you know, you were talking, you know, you could still see the same billboard. I <laughs> know it's not that bad. Okay. But I'm definitely back in L.A., that's for sure. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, for you, uh, 
you weren't even in New York all that long. No, I wasn't. I was only in New York for nine months. I, uh, you know, they, they, they moved me out uh, from Los Angeles, and I think it was around the six-month mark that they made the announcement. I just, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that I was going right back where I started. Well, you know, I guess it's it's not a, a bad thing, certainly. Oh, absolutely it's, not. There are so many opportunities out here. You know, this is uh, this is where it's at. And as it's, far as the industry goes, got to be an adjustment. You're from Texas. Yes. Moved to California. Yes. Moved to New York. Yes. And now you're back in California. Now I know going out to the daytime Emmys, being an East Coaster. Sometimes it's like Los Angeles area is just a totally different world. There's a, it's, it's not the, the crazy, fast-paced hustle and bustle that uh, I think we're used to here in the East. Right. Which can be crazy. Yeah, well, it, it, it can be crazy, but it's such a good crazy. There's such a creative energy that just permeates that entire island of Manhattan, and I fell in love with it from the get-go. Uh, to come back for the Emmys was, uh, it was weird. I hadn't been gone very long, but at the same time, uh, you know, I got off that plane in Burbank, and I didn't remember living here. And, and <laughs> there was something so surreal, because at the time, there were a lot of fires. Right. And it was about, it was about 100, 110 degrees outside. And, you know, you step off that plane, and, you know, the... the uh, the sky just kind of has this brown orange hue to it. It was uh, it was wild. It's kind of a uh, creepy, uh, you know. Yeah. It, it was so dramatic. <laughs> it's uh, not quite. I mean, it certainly is more realistic than uh, you know the tornado that hit all my children a, a while ago. But it, it, there's something was very ominous, and it certainly was, you know, uh, very scary. And, and to have to, uh, you know. Keep your fingers crossed and hope that everybody was was safe with all those writers. But, you know, I, I'm looking over some of my notes here, some interesting things about the cast of All My Children. Uh, didn't get to ask Jacob about wrestling. Now, did you know? I'm just reading this because I don't believe everything on no, the Jake, Internet. Jacob was a championship wrestler, yes. Okay, Absolutely. so you, you can believe everything you read on the Internet. Who knew? <laughs> you can definitely believe that. He's got a hundred stories about his wrestling days. Now he was he was a damn good wrestler. So uh, let's talk about you. Do you have a, a sport of choice? Oh God! You know, <laughs> I, I um, jeez. Oh, you like no, camping? We've established that. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, growing up, I I I, uh, I shot up so fast. I have basically been the height that I am at now since junior high. Oh wow. Yeah, I was always uh, a tall kid and uh, an awkward one at that. So I really didn't, uh, you know, find my physical coordination, I guess, until I was in my 20s. But all through my teens and, and, and even in junior high, I was a lousy athlete. Okay. So, yeah, I just I just gave up on it. But uh, I guess it was in my 20s, you know, I really started to uh, – I started to get back into it, and, you know, you're playing football with your buddies, and, you know, uh, there, there were a couple of softball teams here and there, but, uh, but no, uh, uh, any questions that you might have about uh, uh, good war stories regarding high school sports, you definitely want to talk to Jacob about that. We will have to have him back for just a, an hour of sports stories, but... Sports trivia, yeah. So now, if you weren't focused on sports, when did the acting bug hit you? 
Oh man. Or ha- I'm assuming I would it have has. to say uh, <laughs> I would have to say early high school. I did a play in high school and uh, had a blast with it. Uh, and then I wound up going to a high school that kind of catered to that sort of thing. I think they call them magnet schools. That's what okay, they called right. them back in the day. Yeah. So I went to a I went to performing arts magnet school in Houston, Texas, called uh, High School for the Performing and Visual Arts. So. Yeah, you know, I started there, and then I went to uh, the theater school at DePaul University. I was in Chicago for four years, had a great time there, and you know, did some professional theater along the way, and uh, came out here and commercials, plays, guest starring roles, commercials, and uh, but that's where it started. Yeah. Now, I mentioned earlier you were sort of just dropped into uh, some big story. One of yeah. the first scenes that fans really, really got to meet Adam Mayfield was when Scott was grieving the death of his father. And that right. is still one of just the, it, it was painful to watch, not yeah. in, in a bad way, but in a good way, because you, right. know, you, you see a son really, really grieving for his father. And you don't really see men show emotion on not just soaps, but on a lot of, of television programs. No, you really don't. But that was one of those moments where, yeah, and and that's true, especially in daytime. You know, kind of one of the, uh, you know, I, in, I I think it's one of the things the audience likes to see. They don't they they don't always want to see their men cry. And there's something very interesting uh, in a character in in any dramatic situation where somebody is holding back their emotion because there's that there's that suspense we were talking about earlier, but. You know, for that particular scene, uh, you know, it, it, it just made sense, uh, you know, who, who wouldn't break down in a, in, a, in, a, in a situation like that. Where do you pull from? Certainly, you know, if you had been on All My Children for, say, 10 years, you would have had an emotional connection uh, right. to everyone. It, it, you, the newcomer, and uh, I'd imagine yeah. people were even more eyes on, wondering, okay, you know, he's new. Let's 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 see where he goes with this. Right, right, right. Um, well, to be perfectly honest, uh, you know, I just I pulled from my own experience. Uh, my my own father, he passed away when I was uh, when I was sixteen, oh, wow. and the way that I found out about it uh, was very parallel to the way the scenes had been written. Oh so, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so to pull from that personally came came very easy to me because of that experience. Now, we we talked about this Annie and and Scott thing. Yeah. What does Scott see in someone that they call Crazy Annie? <laughs> you talk about a love hate relationship, you know. I uh, there's. So much of that is infatuation, you know. I think, I think, I think for Scott, it, it, it definitely started out as pure infatuation, and there was so much guilt involved. And you know that old saying, you know, what what you resist about you persists about you. And I mm-hmm. think that's, you know, one of Scott's greatest strengths, and also one of his greatest weaknesses is that, you know, whenever he has uh, uh, any any kind of shame based emotion, uh, he tries to suppress it, and what happens is that just makes it worse. Uh, and I think that's basically what he's done with Annie. Uh, and, you know, because of that infatuation and the guilt that he feels, you know, not, not just because that it's his, uh, his, uh, his, his uncle's wife, but just because of the type, the type of person that he knows that she is, it just, it just kind of compounded, uh, to the point where, uh, you know, he, he has, 
he uh, he he understands her, and I don't think he knows why he understands her. But you know, it again, it all spawned from that intense infatuation, but it's hmm. but it's kind of morphed and evolved into something more because of the time that they have spent together. Hmm. No, that's a, that's an interesting way to look at it. Now, we are, believe it or not, we are coming up here on a break. I want to thank you so much for being available on just the drop of a hat to call in and chat with me here. Thanks for having me. Had a great time. And let me tell you, the, the, in addition to the Friday cliffhangers, we have another one. So as we go to break, here's this week's cliffhanger. Will Adam Mayfield make it home, or will he be stuck in traffic? <laughs> He's gone six miles so far. Will he make it ten? Tune in for the continuing story after the break on Soap Central Live. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, 
or you just want to dish, please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. We have a third guest this week. Every week that you tune in, uh, there's going to be one more guest. So by the end of this season, we'll have 100 people on per hour. Uh, But my next guest is co-producing the readings of the Agatha Christie stage plays that we've been talking about this hour. Please welcome Mark Rosano. Hi, everyone. Hi, Dan. Thanks so much for having us on today. Oh, well... Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier to, to Jacob and Adam, I'm just a, a mystery fan, too. I think there's so much about soaps and so much about mysteries that, that draw people in. But, you know, there's, in addition to that sort of uh, connection, there's something else that I've been thinking about, and that there seems to be a connection between theater, particularly Broadway, and the soaps, where there's a lot of crossovers. And I'm wondering, uh, of course, you worked with Jacob over on, uh, when, in 2006 when he was in Beauty and the Beast. I'm just wondering if you can talk a little bit about that soap and stage connection. Well, I think, you know, historically so many soaps came out of New York City that they just naturally attracted Broadway actors and stage actors because so many shows were taped in New York, which is, of course, the theater headquarters of America. And I think it kind of stuck. And to this day, soaps utilize a lot of theater-trained and stage actors. And being on a, a daytime drama, is the, it's the greatest training for any actor because you're, you're literally doing a new play every day. And so it's a great training ground, and it makes the theater seem so much easier. When Jacob was in Beauty and the Beast, he said, we we had him in for, I don't know, maybe three months, and then he wanted to extend. And he said, well, it just keeps getting easier and easier because I'm (laughs) doing the same show every night in front of the camera in Pine Valley. It's a different play five times a week. So he kind of liked the fact that it does get easier and easier because of the repetition. It's the same show every night, but yet different because you have a live audience there to connect with. Well, you know, I, I, we talked about that. There's certainly been a lot of, of Disney shows that have made it to Broadway. Uh, Little Mermaid, uh, Tarzan, uh, The Lion King, Mary Poppins, things uh, of that. But, you know, I can't think of any stage plays recently, anyway, of any sort of Agatha Christie project. So this seems like no, something Agatha, extra special. Agatha Christie hasn't been performed professionally in the United States for probably 40 years, oh, there will wow. be community theaters and school groups that will do it, but an a all-star cast uh, stage reading like we're doing with these titles hasn't been seen in America. And the Agatha Christie books, what she sold, if, if it hasn't been mentioned already, her books have sold over 4 billion copies. She's only ever been outsold by the Bible. So she's enormously popular, yet American audiences have to tune into. PBS or A&E or something to see mm-hmm. a British version. And so it's really fun to take these titles, and we negotiated with the Christie estate for over a year to get the rights to, to do this and to try this. And so uh, I think mysteries are probably, you know, the most exciting form of, of entertainment, and there's a lot of mystery in daytime drama, so I think there'll be a great crossover there. Absolutely. It's not just uh, murder mysteries. There's Who's the Daddy Mysteries? Who is my long-lost twin mysteries? Uh, there's a lot of mysteries on the soaps. 
Well, and Agatha Christie was writing those topics way before soap operas, because in her murder mystery, you know, that's how you get the levels of, of gee, who done it? Because there's mysterious, wait, you're really my son? Wait, no, that's my daughter. There's all sorts of intrigue, family intrigue that go on in all of these stories that ultimately end up in, in a murder that needs to be solved. Absolutely. Now, the first reading for The Unexpected Guest, which we had talked about earlier in the hour, uh, a lot of soap stuff going on there, that begins, I believe, it's uh, February 20th, and there's the 21st. There's two readings on the 21st. Correct. We're doing three performances only. We're doing Saturday night at 8, and then we do a Sunday matinee on February 21st at 2 o'clock. There's another show that night at 7 o'clock. Because I felt like, you know, the actors are putting in so much work to learn their characters, rehearse it, uh, put it all together so that it's polished and uh, entertaining for our audiences. So I figured, well, let's do it three times and give as many people as possible a chance to come see us do it at the Writers Guild Theater in Beverly Hills. And, of course, then Spider's Web, the second reading, those will be three shows, too, uh, on March 13th and March 14th. Correct, and that one is going to star Juliet Mills, uh, who's famous Tabitha Fashions. Absolutely. Uh, and Juliet's real-life husband, Maxwell Caulfield, who's mm-hmm. such a hunk from things like Grease 2 and the Colbys and Dynasty. Loads he was of movies. also on All My Children. And he was also on All My Children. He played, like, Pierce Riley or Riley Pierce, something he like was that. One of, like, there were, like, a billion Pierces. One of the billion Pierces, yes. He was, he was one of the Pierces. We, we were joking about that. Uh, I was at their house a couple weeks ago, and we were joking about his days on All My Children being one of the Pierces, uh, which was very entertaining for him. So, yeah, for All My Children fans, there's, there's that the connection there as well to see Maxwell. Well, I, I can't believe it, but we are at the end of the show. I want to encourage everybody who's interested in these readings to go to soapfanmysterytheater with an R-E dot com or of course they can go to soapcentral.com for more information. Mark, I want to thank you for, for calling in. Thank you. I can't wait to hear next week's show. What's it going to be? Five guests next week? We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, my gosh. Uh, of course, I also want to thank my other guest, Jacob Young, who of course was calling in live from All My Children, and Adam Mayfield, who was kind enough to call and give us traffic updates on the 101 in L.A. Uh, (laughs) Next week, it's going to be a One Life to Live show with some special callers and some special guests, and apparently, by the way we're going, it'll be four guests next week. Uh, Until then, uh, certainly everybody on the eastern half of the country uh, with the snow, please be safe. We want to see you back here next week for another edition of the show and on SoapCentral.com. So until next week, this is Dan Kroll. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week for Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. 
tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.